0: only, it is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. But I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir.
1: I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret.
0: We're here to amuse
1: your bouche.
0: Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm
1: Emily. And I'm Remy. And today we have some delicious scoop de jour celebrity topics to unpack.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. I'm happy oh, to be back with you, Remy. Me
1: too. Um, you have been away for a little while. And you're away as well. Yeah, we're back together on the internet. And on the internet is where a lot of these uh, trendy, weirdy trends are happening. Um, one of them is the Bukal. Buccal? I say buccal. Buccal? But it could be buccal. Who knows? Um, It's a fat removal trend to make snatched jawlines. Somebody says buccal fat removal is a cosmetic surgical procedure in which... In which excess fat from the buccal fat pads, which are located deep in the cheeks under the buccinator muscle, is removed. <laughs> this sounds like something from Rick and Morty. Yeah, I get the buccinator, um, or the it's like the Delorean exactly. The Bucinator. but that's uh, Rick and Morty is based off of Doc and Marty.
0: Oh wow! How did Fun I not fact, know that? Um, Okay, you can finish this quote, by the way.
1: Yeah. This New York City based double board certified plastic surgeon, Hardik Doshi, says the procedure is typically performed to give the face more of a chiseled or defined appearance.
0: Yeah. And, you know, for anybody listening who doesn't quite know what this is, you've probably seen pictures of every supermodel and they've all had it done. I mean... That's maybe not every single one, but it it creates a very severe, like almost like a a Russian headdresser kind of look, like a very severe sunken cheekbone. What's a... a headdress, you know, like when you go to a a, a hair salon and oh, there's like sal- a very okay. severe person washing your hair, and they're European and they have like <laughs> that sunken cheekbone look. Listen, I'm not dissing them, but I'm just saying that is the look. It's like a,
1: it's a very hollow. I would say Tim Burton esque look. Yes, um, very hollow, and, uh, very gaunt, very heroine. Very chic, gaunt. If you recall. Um, that tagline from a few episodes back
0: yeah and I don't know if you saw this but um quite recently people have been talking about this a lot because Miley Cyrus just got it done
1: I um, think has she confirmed we
0: think yeah okay we think so, al- we think also we, sh- we should say up top that all of this stuff is alleged when we're talking about celebrities yeah. and what they've had done um, unless they're
1: the ones who are like telling outwardly people saying,
0: yeah yeah of course um I will say I have gotten really into this YouTube creator. Her name is Lori Hill, and she does videos deep, uh, like deconstructing celebrity plastic surgery. Mm. And it's all alleged. It's all um, based on before and after photos. And she's except kind of Chrissy got- Teigen.
1: Chrissy Teigen admitted it that she had buccal fat. Oh, did Chrissy Teigen have the buccal fat removed? Yeah. She said it on her Instagram stories that she did it last year. I can't help
0: but feeling a little sad because I am somebody who has full cheeks and it took me a long time in my life to become okay with them and to Mm -hmm. like see them as a beautiful thing. And so to see celebrities that I think are beautiful who have I I want to say fuller faces but I don't even know if that is the technically correct
1: term. Just, they just don't have angular faces.
0: Just less angular faces that yeah, you know who faces. I think are beautiful getting this done I I I am really saddened by it. And um
2: and yeah. I feel the same
0: way about Miley. I really do because for years and years I've really looked up to her. I'm a big fan of Miley Cyrus and I love the fact that she has this young look mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is she has a say. very
1: different look from a lot of, like she even though she's had stuff done, like I've always thought she has a very unique face and not just like a cookie cutter carbon copy of everybody else's she face does. in Hollywood. She,
0: she has like very unique beauty features and she just looks very, very youthful, very naturally. And I think that's a, a beautiful thing. But. The reason why I brought up Lori Hill, this YouTube creator, Mm. is because she did a video on Miley Cyrus and it shook my entire being because I thought that Miley Cyrus maybe had Botox done. I thought, Uh, you know, maybe she had some fillers. Maybe she got her... uh,
1: She's got new teeth.
0: Yeah, veneers maybe. But what Lori has uh, hypothesized that Miley has gotten done in her life is very very staggering and like mm. it's all in an effort to look older to look more mm. mature and I'm just gonna I, mm. I wrote down a list of like stuff that she allegedly has had done okay this includes lip filler rhinoplasty uh her eyelids the shape of her eyelids have changed a breast augmentation eyebrow lift cheek filler jaw uh-huh. filler mid facelift, lift and now the buccal fat removal and <sighs> I, I think it's heartbreaking I really so do the thing,
1: but it is but the thing with Miley that I I kind of understand where she's coming from is she was raised as a Disney Channel star and just from like her music and her videos and stuff you can tell that she has been trying so hard to break out of that mold um mm. since she was like 18 like the can't be tamed thing was her being like I'm an adult I'm an adult and I I'm guess I'm rock and roll now Yeah, but like I'm a grown-up and treat me as such. And maybe like this is an insecurity thing or maybe it's just like she wants people to see her as a grown-up.
0: Yeah, I really do think that's what it is. I really do. And I mean, it's upsetting to me, but I think we need to be aware of how many cosmetic procedures celebrities get done routinely. Mm, For sure. We would never ever know some of these changes are so subtle that we just Mm -hmm. don't notice so we just we see them and we think oh why do they look like that and I don't look like that and Mm. yes these people do have different genetics than we do and and a lot of them have natural beauty traits but we are just simply not aware of how common it is even at age 18 for for women to start getting these cosmetic procedures so I think people need to be more aware
1: it's not just celebrities too it's anybody who's got access to good work yes um, and money there's like a, a line that goes around on the internet that's like oh see so you mean I'm not ugly I'm just poor um, <laughs> yes
0: and- well money is the best lotion. And um, I've been saying that for years because even if it's not cosmetic procedures, it's the products you can afford—skincare products, facials, peels.
1: Being able to rest for longer, have more totally. downtime, your skin's going to look better if you're less stress in repose. More sleep. But. Um, so I understand Miley wanting to look older. It doesn't make me less sad about her, but it does explain it a little bit more for me, for her specifically, but for other people like Bella Hadid or Leah Michelle, who have uh, allegedly had it done too, or or people think um, there's a lot of people that allegedly have had it.
0: Bella Hadid has never admitted to getting anything done, except she did admit to getting a nose job. And I was going to ask you how you feel about this. Like, I always feel about like her when a nose. celebrity admits to one thing, but mm-hmm. you can tell that they've had a multitude of things done, mm-hmm. it makes it almost more dishonest because they're being they're right. coming forward about right. this one thing. So you're like, oh, they're being honest. But then all of the other stuff, people are just going to think that's natural then.
1: I don't know if this applies in this, but there's this metaphor of pulling up the ladder. Like once you've gotten to a certain place... Um, either you leave the ladder down for other people and you tell them how they got there or you pull the ladder up. Mm. And I think um, what you're describing is pulling up the ladder because you're saying, oh, I mean, like you're you're putting down the step ladder. You know, you're saying, <laughs> yeah, oh, mini you ladder. can you can see this, but you actually we're not going to tell you how to do all of it. Um, so it kind of is more deceptive than somebody who's just, oh, never, you know, because then it's like, OK, well, nothing I can say nothing I can take from you is real.
0: Or, you know, somebody who just never says anything Anything. one way or the other, because then it's like, oh, they just don't talk about that. But we all know that they've had it done. Whereas if I said I having two nose
1: jobs and and I'm very open about that, I feel I have to be very open about anything else I'm doing because otherwise, like, I'm a liar. Yeah. I would just (laughs) assume it was natural. Right.
0: Yeah. No, totally. The teeth are fake, you guys. There's six fake ones in the front wait so your veneers are just on the top just the top six just the top I feel like people get that done like they'll do just the top because nobody is even looking at the bottom row
1: yeah just the top is replacing just the tip in 2023
2: (laughs) (laughs) I should not have laughed that hard
1: (laughs) no always do
2: It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Small's. Small's cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like... You're a chef for your baby kitties, and they j'adore it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce.
1: So the thing with the buccal fat thing though too is like this is going to permanently change your face forever and what I'm about to say might sound counterintuitive to everything we've talked about but I remember the older people in my life when I was younger used to say at certain point you're going to have to decide between your face and your ass like if your body is skinny your face is going to look too skinny if your Mm -hmm. body is thicker your face will look healthier um, and at that time, they were saying like, well, you'll have to sacrifice the thick body for a nice fuller face, um, which now I'm like, have the nice well, the thick implication, body and the nice-
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wait, when did you hear this? Was this like many years ago?
1: Young. Yeah. Okay.
0: So it was when a fat ass was a very bad thing.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> like
0: it was when, you know- This
1: was when J-Lo was our fattest ass. Right. Oh, yeah. What a world. Remember? But- I, um, I mean- <laughs> So- I'm not saying like oh if you get this like you're going to be gaunt and scary when you grow up like gaunt people aren't necessarily scary but like you will have a more hollow face you're going to have not that everyone's going into acting or anything but I think about this with celebrities I'm like at a certain point with all that plastic surgery you can't be in a period piece because nobody's face looked like that.
0: Wow. You always think of the important shit and that's why I, I know
1: it's around. so unimportant. I'm so sorry.
0: Okay, you guys. I was going to say, though, you know, a few years ago when Renee Zellweger changed her whole face. Mm-hmm. Have we seen her in anything since then, except for Bridget Jones's baby that flopped? Like, did, have we seen has she been working? Because I, don't I know. think I I agree with you. I think actually getting a lot of plastic surgery can limit people's careers because there aren't that many roles that you can have.
1: Or maybe she's not taking stuff because she doesn't feel good. Like what took her to that point where she felt as an A-list actress, she needed to change her whole face. You know, I, like maybe yeah. she doesn't want to be, Seen? I don't know.
0: It's possible. And listen, she doesn't need to work for the rest of her life if she doesn't want to. But I do wonder that. I wonder that. You see these people also, I- I've brought this up before, but Jennifer Grey from Dirty Dancing, yep. she got the nose job. And have we seen her since? Not much. No, I don't think so. Mm. All of her memorable work is pre-nose job. So, And I know we're talking about, about
1: celebrities right now, but there are people doing these things right now who... Uh, they're not in media or anything like that. Um, just a- as other trends go, like it's not only the Kardashians who got BBLs, it was other people too. And Well, no,
0: but it's the Kardashians that set the trend.
1: Sure, like, uh,
0: of course. I, you know, like when Kylie got all of the work done on her face and body at something like age 19, I mm-hmm. think. Since then, it has become so common for girls as young as 18, 19 to get work done on their face when and their I body. got my
1: nose job I lied about it for um, five six years maybe even more because Did it was you? so uncommon for young high school students to get what year was surgery this, may I ask yeah it was a uh, junior year of high school
0: okay okay is that the minimum age that you're allowed to get Uh, I think so I think it's
1: like 17 because you don't want your nose to keep growing right or something like that but yeah I kept it way way under wraps I said uh my cousin hit me in the face during a family basketball game we don't play family basketball uh
0: Uh, also wait a dog on your cousin
1: yeah oh he was so down to take one for the team though really yeah he was really sweet about it um (laughs) but yeah it was like an embarrassing thing at that point, And now it's like, it seems very common, which is sh- scary to me.
0: It's just, it's a little, co- it's just concerning. It's just yeah. concerning. And, and I will say, if there's something that you don't like about your face, you're the one who has to live with it. So who am I to say that you shouldn't right. get something done? But yeah. if the reason is because you're seeing all these images of people that you think are fabulous and you think are beautiful. So you think if you get this done, you'll be as fabulous and beautiful as them. That's just not a good reason because like you said, if you uh, got liposuction on your arms, you would just find something else to obsess over. Totally. Because that's human psychology. We're always looking for things that are wrong. It's a Mm -hmm. survival technique. And
1: consider the people that you're trying to model your face after don't even like their faces at this point.
0: What makes you say that, though?
1: They're cha- like somebody looked at Miley Cyrus last year and said, I want that nose. And then mm-hmm. Miley allegedly got buccal fat treatment this year. So you have to keep catching up to the people, you know, like. Right. You don't know and how the trends she come back feels. Around. And the trends come back. That's the other thing. Is stop changing your body for trends because you don't know how long these trends are going to last. Also, who cares?
0: Yeah. Um, well, we're seeing that with the rise and fall of BBLs. Um,
1: the rise and fall of BBLs.
0: I believe, I could be the mistaken. The holy but BBL
1: empire.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. No one's going to be flying to uh, Turkey anymore. Why? People fly to Turkey to uh, get BBLs. Oh, to get their butts done? I thought yeah, they went or to South America. Sometimes to South America, but I have also seen people flying to uh, Turkey. I don't know why it's Turkey, but um, but their tourism rates are about to go down. But I believe, I could be mistaken, I think that Kim and Khloe Kardashian had their BBLs taken out. At least that's what it looks like. It would appear that way, yeah. It appears that way.
1: So, and we talked about this before that it is alongside the trend of heroin chic coming back and being skinny, skinny, skinny coming back. And so now we're also seeing a rise in celebrities, but also not non-celebrities, your average person taking um, Ozempic, uh, which is a drug intended for diabetics. Um, and now a lot of people are taking it for weight loss and apparently yes. there is an ozempic shortage for the people who actually require it for medical conditions, um, because other people are taking it for weight loss.
0: Yeah. And I've thought a lot about this cause it's been in the news and I think there's a bigger gray area than, than people are talking about because It was approved by the FDA for weight loss. And so, you know, now people who are categorized as obese are taking... Drugs with semaglutide in it. That's the active ingredient that is in Mm -hmm. Ozempic. And that was originally intended for diabetics.
1: Um, Lower your blood sugar, regulate your insulin. Yeah, you
0: know, actually, I did did clip something out from, there was an article in the New York Times called What is Ozempic and Why is it Getting So Much Attention? Mm -hmm. In case somebody does not know how semaglutide works, semaglutide lowers blood sugar levels, and regulates insulin, which is crucial for people with type 2 diabetes. Mm -hmm. The drug also imitates a hormone called glucagon-like peptide, one, that we naturally produce in our intestines, limiting appetite by signaling to our bodies that we feel full and prompting our stomachs to empty more slowly. As a result, people with obesity and accompanying health concerns have lost weight while taking it. So Mm -hmm. basically it's, it acts as an appetite suppressant. Yeah. Um, And this isn't really anything new. People have been prescribed different drugs and different appetite suppressants for years and years. We know about the fifties housewives that were given amphetamines to say skinny, but that was before people understood addiction. Um, Mm -hmm. and I even personally know women, uh, from college or even, in the past few years, that will take Adderall. And mm-hmm. part of the reason why they take it is because it Makes reduces you their to appetite. Eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think this is anything new. And, you know, if you have money, especially, you will find a way to get your hands on anything.
1: Right. So what's fucked up is... It is approved by insurance companies as a diabetes drug, but if it's prescribed as a treatment for obesity, it's not covered by most insurances and can cost upwards of $1,350 $1, per month,
0: Yeah, which is a so, lot. That's a lot. That's definitely not affordable for most people, but it's it will be covered if you're taking it for diabetes. Yes. But if you are prescribed that drug, to treat obesity. and But this opens up an even bigger conversation that I don't even know if we can like tackle today, which is, is obesity something that needs to be treated with the same urgency as diabetes? Right. And is that up to the person's discretion? You know, if I, it, or if an obese person went into their doctor's office and said, my joints hurt and I've tried to lose weight and I can't, And I'm in a lot of pain and I can't walk for a long time. Whatever they might say, and they're prescribed this drug, is that fucked up? Because I'm seeing people in the media saying, oh, it's so fucked up. People with diabetes can't get their medication. But is it just that more of this drug needs to be produced to meet the demand?
1: Maybe. And I don't really know anything about that, but I'm also just thinking like I personally know people who are not obese and have taken this drug. Oh, do you? I do. And it was very successful for them. They lost thirty pounds. Um did they even talk of it? I haven't talked to them about it yet. Um I want to. Maybe they'll be open to Come on.
0: I would be interested. I would be interested. And that's for two reasons. One, we don't know the long-term effects of doing something like this for weight loss. Mm -hmm. It has only been done on 68-week trials, which is Mm -hmm. obviously just a little over a year. So is it that you need to stay on this medication for your whole life to maintain that weight loss? And on top of that, what are the long-term effects? How is it going to affect your brain? I yeah. personally have read about uh, various side effects from this um, that don't sound too hot. I will say, mm. there's a uh, you know people throwing up from it, getting mm-hmm. very nauseous, brain fog, headaches. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely you know it's a high octane drug that you definitely shouldn't be taking willy nilly. But I do just wonder like what like what's stopping somebody from taking that? And I do think it's different if you are. Let's say, um, let's say you're you have a BMI of thirty. I do think that's different than taking it if you have a BMI of twenty five, let's say.
1: Mm. I, I'm interested because you were like the people that go to their doctors and the doctors just tell them to lose weight before even checking if anything else is wrong. If they do prescribe this, and the person loses weight, I guess then they'll finally have to look at the thing that was actually the issue. If the weight wasn't the issue,
0: yeah. So that and so might maybe be good. that's a blessing in disguise. That might
1: be good. Yeah, except for that, maybe they shouldn't have been going to that doctor in the first place. I don't know. Um,
0: right. But Yeah, yeah I don't. Know. I, like, I always it's- think
1: it's it's weird when there's like a drug intended for health, and then everyone's like, "Oh my god, how can this make me skinny?"
0: well i will say that i'm not a doctor you're not a doctor nope we are just going off of information that we know Mm -hmm. but one thing that i do know for sure is that it is dangerous for people to be taking this and to not be honest about it for somebody to just be and i'm talking about public people sure because there are a lot of them that are on this drug and they're not saying anything about it. So we're seeing, you know, drastic weight loss that we think is natural when it's not. And yeah. I know that that is harmful.
1: Yeah. We we did somebody's podcast recently where they kind of alluded. They said, I've been put on this thing recently. I was like, uh, like it kind of clicked for me because I was like, yes, this person has lost a lot of weight. Oh. And then when I found out that this family member of mine had taken it, I was like, oh, I was curious about how they lost weight. And then there was somebody else in their family that lost a lot of weight. And I was like, oh, you know, like it's this yeah. big, like, wait, people are doing something that they're not telling us about. And we're all wondering how things are happening. And if you know somebody like that, they're probably on Ozempic or just ask them
0: well, pointedly. It, this is, I mean, I think it's so dangerous because if somebody was... Let's say if, let's say if somebody started intuitive eating, going to therapy, doing all the quote, right things that, Mm -hmm. that you should do when you're trying to heal your body, trying to get healthier, in my opinion, yeah. if somebody was doing all of those things, then they might not be saying anything about it either. They might just be focusing on themselves. That's true. So then you could see another person losing weight and not saying anything about it and they're on Ozempic. So like, it's so hard to tell the difference. We can never make assumptions about what somebody is doing. I I just think, be honest about it if that's what you're doing.
1: Sure, be honest, but also think about, like I'm thinking of the person who's intuitive eating versus the person on Ozempic. The intuitive eating person is healing their brain as well. And so what are are the after effects gonna be for the Ozempic person if they get off the drug and they haven't healed? their relationship with food or they haven't healed their brain around their body image, you know, like that's going to be a different journey.
0: That's going to be a shit show. Yeah. I can confidently say because you, th- there's no way they're going to maintain that weight loss after getting off that drug. It, it right. very much seems to be a drug that you need to keep taking in order to maintain that.
1: Right. And if weight loss is your goal, you're going to have to maintain that goal.
0: Right. Right. So in the long term, it's only going to hurt you. Um,
1: Seems not great. But if you guys have been taking it and if it's been like helpful for anyone, like we really want to hear about it. So email us at DST at Betches. I think I think that's all we have to say about
0: it. (laughs) Yeah. This was a short episode today, you guys. But make sure you follow us on social media. Follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. Follow me at Lubination. Remy, where can they follow you?
1: Follow me at Remy Casimir. And of course, we are always with you
0: through thick and thin.
1: Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander.
0: Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to DST at betches.com. Or your voicemails to 212-287-5650.